Thanks so much for joining us today. We would love to know how this ministry is impacting your life. Please take a moment, email us at mystory@cowboyjunctionchurch.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can visit our website at cowboyjunctionchurch.com and click Give. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hey, hey everybody, welcome to service today. I'm so glad you guys are here. Now, if, if you're an adult in the room, just wave at me, say hello, wave at me real quick. Now, if you just wove at me, if you just wove, if you just waved your hand at me real quick. I want you to know that this is a special kid-friendly service. We're going to be having a lot of fun as well as we're going to be dancing and going to have a blast today in service. So I encourage you to kind of grease up those hinges a little bit, get loosened up because we're going to have a blast today. Now, right off the bat, we're kicking off into our first worship song. So kids and adults, everybody stand up on your feet and clap with us. With a broken heart You bring me up Now I'm set apart From the ash I am born again Forever safe In the Savior's hands You are more than the words could say I follow you Don't all my days Fix my eyes Follow in your ways Forever free And unending grace Cause you
now grab a seat, everybody grab a seat real fast. Welcome to Kidtopia Weekend. Are you guys excited to be here? Yeah! Yeah! I'm so happy y'all are here now. Here's the deal, I know that if you're adults in the room, you're like, whoa, what is happening? There's dance moves and there's crazy things going on in here. This weekend is all about our kids. We're, we're, we, we love our kids here at Cowboy Junction, and we gave them a whole weekend that we could take over the adult service and have a blast in here so you guys can get a, a look-see into how we do kids' ministry every single week. Now, we don't do it on, on this large of a scale, in this large of a building. We do it on a much smaller scale. But I'm so pumped about this new season going into Cowboy Junction that we may, in the near future or the future half, a bigger place to do kids ministry with our kids. And I'm so pumped about that. God is so good. Well, welcome to service, Tori. This is my friend, Tori Fike. If you guys don't know her, she serves in so many ministries of Cowboy Junction, and she's awesome. Why don't you, why don't you tell us what's going on next? Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Woo! <laughs> um, I would like to extend a special welcome to our first-time guest. Yeah! Love, love, first-time guests. We love that you chose to be here at Cowboy Junction. So, kiddos, if this is your first time here at Cowboy Junction, I want you to raise your hand real high. First time. It's your time. first time. First it's your first time. time. Awesome. Okay, I would wait something all good, good. Adults, if you will raise your hand if it's your first time, we have a card that is being passed out right now. So keep your hand up nice and high so they can see you. First time guests, awesome, amazing. Awesome, awesome. We love awesome. our first time guests. Thanks for being here. Now, if you will fill out that card, and then after service, you will take it to the hub, which is out in the lobby. It's the big, beautiful, round, silver-topped table out there. If you'll just hand that to our hub host, they would love to meet you, shake your hand, know your name. And we have a gift that we would love Woo! to give you as a thank you for choosing to yeah. be with us this morning. So everybody, one more time, get up for our yeah, first time guest. Good, 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 good. Well, again, I'm so excited that you decided to be here today at Cowboy Junction Church. Now, what we're about to do is we're about to play a little game. Yeah. So here's the deal. We have section number one. Section number one, say hey. hey. Section number two, say ho. Hey. Section number three, say yeah. Yeah. Now, say it real like you mean to say yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So we got section number one, section number two, which if you're an adult sitting in this section, you're an honorary member of our Kid Zone team. So Woo! What, I, what we're going to do is we have some beach balls, which have little emoji faces on them. And our, our, our ushers and our team are going to throw all these beach balls out into your section. The goal at the end of one minute is for your team to have the least amount of beach balls in your section. The team with the most amount of beach balls in their section loses. Aww. Now, I'm going to be honest. Um, if you're an adult in these two sections, get the little kids on. Get the kids on. Put all of the balls in the kids zone. And kids, get ready, because all these balls are going to come flying your way. All these beach balls. And it's going to be crazy. So are you guys ready? Kids, make okay. sure you throw them at the parents. Throw them at the yeah. parents. Shoot them back out to the Not sides. On the stage, at the parents. If you guys are ready, let's do it in three, two, two one, go! Let back Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. 
over here. Do we have any beach balls in section number one? No. We have one or two. Someone just threw it out. Somebody, I saw you. I saw you. Adults be cheating in the room. Okay, do we have any sec? We have any ball beach balls over here? I see three. I think the kid zone lost today. Oh, oh. Man. But I think section number three are our winners. You guys get a special prize of just pride. You can just rub it in their faces all day, okay? So thank you guys for all the balls. Pull all the beach balls up here. Throw them all up on stage. We'll get them all put away. Wow, dude. Put all the beach balls up on stage. Thank you guys for having some fun with us. Now, if you guys, would, if you, guys you know, if that kind of helped you loosen up a little bit, if that did, I encourage you guys, everybody stand up back on your feet. We're jumping into one of our favorite worship songs today. This is called brighter. These kids, you guys know the motions. All the adults in the room, I encourage you to watch the motions and do them as best you can. It's going to be a good service. Let's do it. You shine brighter than any star in the sky. Your light shining through the dark of the night. Jesus forever. I find all that I am in your love, love, love.
worshiping with us. Now the next so part good. of this service, we're gonna do tithe and offering. So you guys would grab a seat with us real fast. We have some special ushers in the room. Now our ushers are actually student volunteers. So you'll see them, they're walking towards the back. They're gonna help us take offering today. Now we have four student volunteers that every single Sunday, they show up here and they work and they volunteer in every single service in our kids' theater. So can you give it up for our student volunteers? They come to our youth group on Wednesday and they show up on Sunday and they give everything they got to the children's ministry and they have a blast. Now, if you're an adult in the room and you have tithe and offering to give today, you're going to give to one of our student volunteers. So in, when, instead of coming up front and giving here, because there's a little bit of congestion up here, we've offered you guys a way to give your tithe and offering in the back of the room as an adult. If you're a kid in the room and you have tithe and offering, we have two buckets up here. So after Tori kind of explains what we're gonna do, as a kid, you can come up and give your tithe and offering. So Tori, take it away. Alrighty, tithe is 10% of your earnings. Offering is anything beyond that. Um, when we're giving our tithe and offering, it's with a cheerful heart that we give. Um, it is all about, it's continuing our worship and saying, God, I love you and I trust you with my finances, which is a big thing to trust somebody with. It's remembering that God blessed us first and he has actually given us everything we have. And so just saying, God, here it is. I give it to you. It's yours. I love you and I trust you. Kiddos, if you have offering, I want you to raise it above your head. Hold it up high. Adults. You don't have to raise it above your head if you don't want to, but if you want to join in on the fun, then this seems like a fun move. So I'm going to go ahead and pray over our offering. Father God, we love you so much. We're so thankful and so blessed to be here. Thank you for these beautiful children that are here and that we get to spend this time with them. Um, I pray for our tithe and our offering, Father God, that we do. We just give cheerfully and we remember whose we are in the kingdom that we are serving. Thank you so much. Thank you for who you are. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, Cowboy Junction, let's give God our very best. Hi, my name's Brody Dyer, and I'm the children's pastor here at Cowboy Junction Church. And I just want to let you know that we're actually standing right in front of all of our JCA buildings, which is also our CJ Kids Ministry buildings on a Sunday morning. We're coming up to the end of our first year of Limitless Campaign, and we're so pumped and so excited to see what God has in store for a brand new building. But it's not just about a building. This is about people. This is about more and more people coming uh, to get to know Jesus and having an opportunity to get to be in relationship with people in a healthy community. You're about to hear from some kids and some student volunteers about what they're excited about, what they're dreaming for, for a brand new space for kids ministry. So why don't you check that out? If we had our own space, I think it'd be really, really cool if the kids could like be able to jump around and do whatever they want to when they're during worship. I want to be good at it. Bigger. Uh, more kids. Bigger room to jump around and worship. We could meet more people. Uh, it'd be nice to have our own space so we could like build a puppet stage that we could keep up and have our have the stage stay up forever. I want to run around. More kids. Like we can we can fit more kids in a room and it will be a lot easier. We'll have a whole lot more room to do our stuff that we need to do. We have so much room for activities. I think we'll be able to do a better job. Yeah. <laughs> Ditto. So that was just a few of our kids that are currently involved in our kids ministry as well as a couple of our student volunteers that wanted to share with you and wanted to talk about what they're excited about just off the top of their head. 
what they're dreaming for at a brand new space for kids ministry. I personally just want to tell you that I'm, I'm grateful for everything that you guys are doing and I encourage you to continue to be faithful for what God has given you. Continue to be faithful with your pledges and, and what you've pledged already to give to this financial campaign because it's not just about a financial campaign. It's not about money. It's not about a building. It's about people. I want to say thank you from, from me, from all the kids and from volunteers that serve in kids ministry every single weekend from CJ Kids Ministry. Thank you. How cool is that? Now, um, we love our kids. Do we not love our kids at Cowboy Junction? Yeah. yeah, we love our kids. And we want every single kid and every single family to have the best experience that they can of any church in this county here at Cowboy Junction and in our kids ministry. We want them to have the best experience in kids ministry, and we love them so, so much. Now, if you guys are in the room and you're excited, say, hey Okay, I'm good. I just wanted to see if y'all were still here. Now, with one more time, we're going to have everybody stand up on your feet. We have one more song of worship, and I challenge you guys, if you're a kid or if you're an adult, to engage in this song. It might not be someone that you, one that you know, but engage in this song. It's called Only Wanna Sing. Clap with us.
about Katopia and Pumpkin Palooza and everything that's going on and getting to share our love of Jesus with these beautiful children that are your special, special creation, Father God. We're so pumped to be here. I feel your presence in this place, Father God. I pray for the message that is coming, that it is your appointment. Everyone who is here is here for a purpose, and they're here to hear something from you, Father God. It's so incredible, the works and the things that you can do to an open and willing heart and mind. So I pray that our hearts and our minds are open to everything it is you have for us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for who you are. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You guys can grab a seat. absolutely love your kids. Whether they've been here before or not today, I'm glad that they're here and we love them so much. We have a lot of great volunteers in the room. Everybody that's got this t-shirt on is one of our volunteers. They serve in kids ministry. They serve in a capacity in this church. And I'm so grateful you guys are here. And I'm so grateful for them. Can you give it up for our volunteers? Mm. Now everybody say this with me. My dream. My dream. Okay, today we're talking about building your dream. Now, obviously, we, we are kind of going off the movie Zootopia. Has anybody in the room seen Zootopia? Anybody? Anybody? Good, good. Now, if you've seen, put your hands down. If you've seen Zootopia, oh, man, I, I don't, the first time I saw it, I about fell off my chair. I was laughing so hard. I was laughing. There were so many parts of that movie that were funny and awesome. But today, we're focusing on the main character, Miss Judy Hobbs, who's a little itty-bitty bunny in the beginning of the story, who has a big dream, who has a big dream. Her dream is to become a big city cop, to become this big city cop in the land of Zootopia, in this bright and beautiful city where everyone lives in harmony and everything is perfect. Everybody say, uh-oh, because that's not how the story works out. Now, if you guys, as you guys are going to see, we're going to play a short video about how her experience was first day on the job as a police officer experiencing and living her dream in Zootopia. Check out this video. Come on, he bared his teeth first. Excuse me? Down here? Hi. Oh, M, goodness. They really did hire a bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta tell you, you are even cuter than I thought you'd be. Oh, uh, you probably didn't know, but a bunny can call another bunny cute, but when other animals do it, it's a little... <gasps> I am so sorry. Me, Benjamin Clawhauser. The guy everyone thinks is just a flabby, donut-loving cop stereotyping you. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, you've, actu you've actually um, got... There's a... a what? 
In your neck, the full, the, mm -hmm. oh, there you went, you little dickens. Oh. <laughs> I should get to roll call. So which way do I? Oh, bullpen's over there to the left. Great, thank you. Oh, that poor little buddy's gonna get eaten alive. Everybody sit. I've got three items on the docket. First, we need to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Francine. Happy birthday. Number two. There are some new recruits with us I should introduce, but I'm not going to because I don't care. Finally, we have 14 missing mammal cases. All predators from a giant polar bear to a teensy little otter. And City Hall is right up my tail to find them. This is priority number one. Assignments? Officers, Grizzoli, Fangmire, Delgato, your teams take missing mammals from the Rainforest District. Officers, McHorn, Rydovitz, Wolford, your teams take Sahara Square. Officers, Higgins, Snarlow, Trunkerby, Tundra Town. And finally, our first bunny, Officer Hops. Parking duty. Dismissed. a lot different than what she had in her head. When she was little, she dreamed that she could be anything. Has anybody ever dreamed that they could be anything? I know I have. Even when I was a kid, I would dream that I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be an astronaut or I wanted to do something great with my life. And then you get older and, and sometimes the process looks different than the promise. Sometimes the process in our life looks different than the promise. Now, Judy Hobbs arrived at her big dream. She was so happy. Finally, she is a cop. She's a big, everything that she's always wanted to do, she arrives, and it looks a lot different than she had planned. She gets stuck in a job that she doesn't like. She gets stuck in a life that she didn't ask for. She's not, she didn't want to do that, but she's there. And, and then she meets a fox. Everybody say, oh, man. She meets a fox. Now, this fox is sly, and he is mean, and he's really discouraging. But he kind of dupes our little bunny. So why don't you check out this next clip? Everyone comes to Zootopia thinking they can be anything they want. Well, you can't. You can only be what you are. Sly fox, dumb bunny. I am not a dumb bunny. Right. And 
that's not wet cement. You'll never be a real cop. You're a cute meter maid, though. Maybe a supervisor one day. Hang in there. Jude the dude, how was your first day on the force? It was real great. Yeah, everything you ever hoped? Mm, absolutely, and more. Everyone's so nice, and I feel like I'm really making a difference. Oh, wait a second, holy cramps, Bonnie, look at that. Oh, my sweet heaven. Judy, are you a meter mate? Oh, this, no, oh, no, no, this is just a temporary thing. Oh, it's the safest job on the force. Oh, she's not a real cop. Our prayers have been answered. Glorious day. Oh, meter maid, meter maid, meter maid, meter maid. You know what? It's been a really long day. I should really. That's right, you get some rest. Those meters aren't going to made themselves. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Where they arrive somewhere and that it's not everything that it was cracked up to be. You go to a new job or you do something new, but it's, it's not what you had planned. Today, I want to encourage you that when you leave today, I want you to know that God is at work in your life and he loves you and he's got a big plan for your life and you play a big part in it. So let me, let me go into our story. It's in Matthew chapter eight. Now, where we find Jesus and his disciples is they had just fed 4,000 people. All the kids hold up four. Say 4,000. 4, okay, put your hands down. They had fed 4,000 people. And then these Pharisees who were kind of arrogant and like kind of mean, they came up and they started asking some questions. And Jesus is like, I'm not going to answer those questions. I'm not going to answer their questions. Let's, let's go. So they all get into a boat. Everybody say, boat. <laughs> they all get into a boat. And they begin across the lake. And, and then this is where we come, this is where we find ourselves in the verses. Verse 14, Matthew 8, chapter 14, it says, but the disciples had got, forgotten to bring any food. Aw, they forgot to bring food. So the disciples had forgot to bring any food, and they just came from feeding 4,000 people. They forgot to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, watch out, beware. Everybody say, Beware. He said, watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. He was talking about the, 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 in yeast, when he was saying yeast, he was talking about pride and how if you put too much yeast in bread, it gets puffed up and puffed up and puffed up and poof, it blows up. And if, if we have pride in our life, even just a little bit of pride in our life, how pride, we all know pride comes before the fall. Pride can hurt us. And he was trying to warn them about that. But all the disciples heard was, Oh, yeah, we don't, we, we don't have any bread. And so they begin to argue. They were like, they were punching each other. They begin to argue and say, why didn't you bring bread? 
We had all this food. Why didn't you bring any bread? Why didn't you bring any food to eat? So this began to, they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying. So he said, why are you arguing about having no bread? Jesus was like, <sighs> they don't get it. Like they don't understand. They still, they walk with me. They're, these disciples are living their dream of walking and talking and living their life with the Messiah, the one they had been waiting for. Jesus was with them. They were living their dream and yet they missed what was right in front of them. They were living their life and yet they missed what was right in front of them. Jesus said, don't you remember when we fed 5,000 people? We took a loaf of bread and some fish and we fed 5,000 people and then we just came from feeding 4,000 people. And how many baskets did we have left over after the five? He said 12, no 12, he had 12 full baskets of food. He said 12, he said how many baskets did we have left over after feeding 4,000 people? He said seven, seven, seven barrels, seven baskets. And he was like, okay, do you still not understand? How often do we focus our lives on what's missing instead of recognizing what's right in front of us? We focus and we focus all of our attention on the things that are missing in our life instead of recognizing the blessings that we have. So, okay, so anybody in the room like Star Wars? Anybody in the room like Star Wars? Okay, um, I went and got a really cool Star Wars toy. Anybody like Legos? Woo! Okay, put your hands down. I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this, I was at Walmart, and I saw this, and I was like, this is the coolest one on the shelf. I love this ship. This is an X-Wing fighter, pew, pew, and it's really, really cool, and I love it. And I'm like, oh, this, look at the plane. Do you see the plane? The plane, it's amazing. It looks, it looks so cool, and it's got little, like, shooters out of it, and, oh, I love this plane. And so I went, and I bought it. And I was like, it's mine. I'm going to buy that plane. So I got it, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting it here, and, and I'm going to open up the box, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my plane. My plane's in the box. My plane is in there. Did you know that my plane It's going to be in the box? And I open it up, and... What? No, this, this isn't my plane. It's not, it's not, it's not my plane. Where's my, where's my plane? That's not my plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a bug on my face. Ow. I, I don't, I don't know what this is. I, this is a, 
this was supposed to be a plane. But how often, how often do we get to our dream? We get to our dream job. We have our dream life. We have the things that we've prayed for. And yet we get there and it's in pieces. We arrive and, and we start to open it up and we pull out this piece that it's got holes in it. Like this is defective. Like they gave me a bad plane. What is, what is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? God works. If we can have all the kids go, ah, shh, good job. I think this might be how it looks, that when we get to our dream, we want the big plane, but God walks up and he gives us a peace. He gives us a peace. We say, man, I really want patience. I want more patience in my life. And then we go to a family event and all of our kids are running crazy. They're spilling milk all over the place. And Uncle Ted is like screaming and being crazy at people. And we don't know what to do. We're like, God, I asked you to give me patience. And he went, here's a piece. Good luck. Here's an opportunity. I think sometimes we wish that God would just give us the plane. But God works in a process. God's process is perfect. So what do you do when the process doesn't look like the promise? When the process in your life doesn't look like the promise. Now, so I've got all these pieces now. I, maybe, maybe some of them like go together. Like maybe they, oh, they went together. Like it's so cool. They went, okay, well maybe, maybe some of them go together, but how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to, what am I supposed to, there's so many, there's how many, there's 740 pieces, how am I supposed to put it all together? And God says, hey, the process, the process is proof of my promise in your life. The process is proof of God's promise. So we, so we have all these pieces and the beautiful thing is, is that we don't have to figure it out on our own. The kids were yelling at me, you have to build it. Well, God gives us all these pieces in our life. But he says, here you go. Here's your pieces. Now you build it. And you're like, um, how do I put this all together? There's 740 pieces, God. What am I supposed to do with that? And he said, well, I, I gave you an instruction manual. I gave you an instruction manual. I gave you the Bible. I gave you a way to say, you know what? You don't have to figure it all out at once. But piece by piece, I'm gonna start to build you into the person I've created you to be. Piece by piece, in the middle of the process, I'm gonna make you perfect. My process is perfect. And, and I think some of us get in this game we start to, we, we look at these pieces and, and we're like, well, okay, so I've got this piece, but what, somebody else has a way better piece than I have. Somebody else's piece looks way better than my piece. My piece is a little weird, but if you open it up in here, look at this piece. 
Somebody else has this piece, and this piece looks way cooler than my piece. We compare our process to somebody else's process. And God has said, don't compare. Your process is your process. My process in your life might look different than somebody else's process in their life. But my process for you is perfect. Rely on the instructions. Rely, I've given you a manual. I've given you instructions to follow. Rely on these and you'll be okay. Don't play the comparison game between somebody else's process. If you're in the room today and you would say that I am a little discouraged right now. I'm a little discouraged right now because I feel like I've been on this process and maybe I've kind of veered away from the instructions a little bit. Maybe I've been on this process in my life, but I've veered away from the instructions a little bit. Today I encourage you Go back to the instruction manual. Go back to the instruction manual. Your process may be difficult and maybe you're discouraged right now. Joshua 1.9 says, do not be discouraged, do not be afraid for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. I'm with you wherever you go. I've given you the instructions and I'm also taking the steps with you on your process in your life. You're not alone, you're not walking alone, you're not doing life alone, you're doing life with Him when you get on the process. If you're in the room today and you'd say, you know what, maybe I veered away from the instruction manual a little bit. I was building my pieces at one point, but then I got a little bit messed up, I got a little bit discouraged, and I kind of veered off of the manual, I veered away from God. Maybe there's somebody in the room that today has let shame build a wall between them and Jesus. Between you and God, there's this wall of shame. And God wants to say, shame is not from me. Take that wall down and let me in. Let me see the inner parts of you. Let me see you for who you are because I accept you exactly how you are. Your process is perfect when you're with me. Today, don't give up on the process. If you're in the room and you'd say, maybe, maybe it's your first time here, or maybe you're like, you know what? I've never accepted Jesus into my life as my personal Lord and Savior. I wanna give you that opportunity today. If you say, you know what? I wanna start this process. I wanna be in relationship with the God who cares about me, who loves me, who's with me wherever I go. If you fall into one of those two categories today, just a moment, I'm going to have you raise your hand and just let me know where you're at. And when you raise your hand, it's a declaration to say, you know what? I don't want to follow my own instructions anymore. I don't want to follow my own process anymore. I want to follow your process because I've messed my process up. My process has been messed up. I don't even know how I got here today. I'm just here by the grace of God and I'm glad I am. But if you today want to say, I wanna join in on that process. I wanna be in relationship with God. Raise your hand and I count to three. One, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Two, he's with you and accepts you just as you are. Three, raise your hand if you wanna accept Jesus and maybe for the first time or maybe you wanna rededicate your life to God. Thank you for raising your hand. Good thing, thank you. 
Thank you. If you have you've had adults and a lot of kids raise your hand in the room, thank you so much. Can we just celebrate what God's doing today at church? Let's just celebrate what God's doing. There are a lot of people that rose their hand. Now we're gonna dismiss in a, in, a, in, a, in a different way today because we have a lot of kids up here, but I encourage you, if you rose your hand, if you're an adult in the room and you rose your hand or you rose your hand and you wanna come talk to somebody and come pray, I'm gonna be standing right over here until everybody in this room is gone. I'm gonna be right over here and I'm waiting for you. If you wanna come up and talk to somebody or maybe you're like, maybe I don't wanna come up here and talk to somebody. There are some amazing leaders. We're all in these shirts. There are some amazing uh, men in the room and, and ladies in the room. If you're a lady, go talk to uh, one of our amazing volunteers in the room. If you're a guy, uh, you can go talk to one of our other staff members in the room. They'd love to talk to you and love to pray with you about this relationship with Jesus. Can we one more time just give God some praise? God is doing some work today, it's good. Let me pray for you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for who you are in our life and that your process is perfect. Even when your process looks different than the promise, I pray that you would give us the strength and the courage to keep taking one step at a time, following one instruction at a time, and that we would learn to rely on you, to fall back onto your instructions, to fall back onto what you have for us in our life. Thank you for the people that rose their hand. God, you say that angels and all of heaven is shouting and praising and partying right now for the people in the room that raised their hand. They're celebrating for the people in the room that are giving their life back to Jesus. And so today we celebrate for everybody in the room that rose their hand and say, I wanna give my life to Jesus. For the first time, for the, maybe you're rededicating your life. Jesus, thank you for every single person in this room. We love you, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ooh, can we just one more time, just, Jeff just kind of got me excited. One more time, just give God some praise. We can't ever give God enough praise. He's always worthy of our praise today. Now, if you have a kid in the room, wave at me real quick. If you have a kid in the room, okay, wave at me. Now, here's the deal. Everybody that has a kid in the room, we're gonna dismiss our kids in specific age groups. But before we do, I wanna give two announcements. Next week, for all the kids in the room, we're having a costume party in kids' ministry. Are you guys excited for a costume party? Yeah, okay. So we're doing a costume party at all of our services next weekend. But don't come dressed up scary because we don't want anybody to come into a room and be like, whoa, this is scary. I'm getting out of here. We don't want anybody to have a bad experience. So if you have a scary outfit, don't wear it because we don't want anybody to be scared or a scary mask. Come dressed up. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. So are you guys excited for the costume party? Good, okay. Now next week for all the adults in the room, you guys are here today and you're like, wow, this service was so different than normal at Cowboy Junction. If it's your first time, you're like, I don't know any different. I haven't been here before, but that's okay. I invite you to come back next weekend where our, our lead pastor, Ty Bean, is gonna be giving a special message about this, the state of our nation and our upcoming election and, and, and just where, where we fit into it, where God fits into it and how that applies in our life in this season of our life. So come back next week if you're an adult. We invite you back to enjoy that message with our pastor, Ty Bean, and enjoy a normal service with Cowboy Junction Church. Thank you guys for being here. Now.